Hi humans and welcome to Happier and Healthy with Hannah. This is Hannah and on today's episode we are acknowledging that honoring our own path and timing can be really hard and you know whether it's around your career, relationships, lifestyle, social life, a point in your health journey, whatever it is, I personally still find it such a challenge and this is a topic that has really been very relevant to me and really on my mind. So I'm very familiar with it, but I'll share some tips and shifts in perspective that tend to help me when my mind wanders to that place. And I'll also share loads of examples because personally, I find concepts and ideas a lot easier to grasp and digest with a lot of examples. And I feel that a lot of people might find concepts more accessible that way. So we'll first start by addressing the problem because first I understand the shame and fear that comes with feelings of maybe thinking that you feel behind in life or that maybe you think something's wrong with you or if you feel like you're failing i believe it's a much more common experience than we may think despite how ironically isolating it might feel and sometimes getting to this point is the result of comparison and or social pressures and i think it's important to ask ourselves if it's just that because if it is you might find that you are truly content with where you are and it's simply that comparison is a trap that has you feeling like you're not where you ought to be because there's no real right or wrong truly and if it's what makes sense for you then it's what makes sense for you and you can listen to the first episode actually the first actual episode know your values to kind of get a better sense of what I'm talking about because we all value things very differently and have different values and that will then determine what is right for us and what is not and will help us kind of filter through what is just society's standards kind of being placed on us and pressures being placed on us or if it's genuinely something that we believe and is right for us but if it is truly coming from within and you have decided no it's not a social pressure it's a me thing just from this inner sense of dissatisfaction that's another story because we obviously need to prioritize the perspective of what it is we ourselves actually want And if it is, if that is the case, then you can look to your own ideals and standards or your values. And then the step after that is to distinguish between the ideal path versus your path, because your ideal path and your actual path simply may not be the same. And I can tell you for free that mine (laughs) is, mine is not unfortunately aligned. They're absurdly unaligned, in fact. And if that's how you feel too, I hope you take comfort in the fact that you're not alone and that I have a few suggestions that might help. So here's how I usually deal with it. First, it's important to acknowledge that change can happen anytime, suddenly, good or bad, by the way. All it takes is a single event for someone's life to flip upside down completely. A partner can decide to leave or a stranger comes along who turns out to become your best friend. One might suddenly have to relocate and lose the stability of their familiar life or love can bring unexpected fortune their way and they can get full autonomy over their circumstances for the first time. Changes in the economy can happen overnight and force a business to close down or your work could be seen in the right place at the right time, that one instance, and you land your dream client. The point of this is not for you to go around wishing that other people lose what they have. The point is to grasp that nothing is guaranteed, permanent, or predictable. The nature of life is that it is ever-changing and one can suddenly find themselves on either side of the coin. Just as someone could lose it all in a single moment, you could also 
gain it all in a single moment. And it's hard to remember this sometimes. I, I know it is because I find it really hard. And sometimes you let yourself fall into this trap of thinking that you can't get out of this. And it is a feeling I am very familiar with and I'm never going to pretend like, oh, I've mastered this. I have not. I don't know when I will. I'm getting better. But sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to remember that. And it's always useful to have people around you to remember that or have a way to remember it. Maybe it's maybe it's just implementing, repeating this to yourself on a regular basis to, to remind yourself on a regular basis, even before you get to that point. Because sometimes when we're in that point, it's hard to get back out. So prevention is always easier than, than solving the problem later. Second, understand that you might want an element of someone's path, but that element came with a whole lot of other things attached to it because, okay, for example, if you want to be married now or have a child now and you compare yourself to a friend who does have that, you should acknowledge everything else that is either a consequence or a reason for that happening. Because we tend to look at someone's life and think, oh, this is the thing I want, but we don't take in the whole picture. So what do I mean by that? You might want the family life, right? But a consequence of that is, for example, giving up solo trips whenever they're convenient, if that's the kind of thing you do now. Or a reason for a settled down existence might be taking that really stable job that you're not psyched about because you can't be selfish and take as many risks starting your own business with a family. So you might need to take that boring but safe and stable job if you want to start a family now. So if you will compare yourself to others, as we sometimes can't help but do sometimes, at least do yourself a favor and take in the whole picture and ask yourself if you'd actually want your path to be exactly like theirs with all the parts of it that makes sense for them, but likely don't for you. So whenever I do this, I'm pretty sure I always come out of it thinking, oh, but that's not for me. That exact partner they have isn't for me. Giving up my solo travel freedom right now isn't what I'm ready to do. Settling down for a job I'm not excited about isn't something I can do, etc. Obviously, this is a really specific example for something that I can relate to and I use things that I'm not willing to give up, but I promise you that you can find things in this that mesh with who you are and that make more sense for you because... If you're comparing yourself to someone and their path, I can guarantee you that you're not looking at the full path when you're like, oh, I want this thing that they have. But someone's life isn't just comprised of that one thing. It's a, it's a full package. So if you will be comparing anyway, might as well, like I said, do yourself the favor and be realistic and compare the whole picture because that that is the reality of it. We all have full paths and we get to tailor them as much as we want, but if we're going to compare our path to someone else's, you need to take into account that that is their path, the whole path, the whole package that comes with that path. If you want another example, consider a dream career. That person has a brand of their own, for example, and that's what I want. That's where I want to be on my path. Okay, but maybe that person also had to work every weekend and gave up their entire social life and kept their soul-sucking full-time job to sustain themselves and invest in their business and had to deal with X levels of stress and neglected their mental and physical health. Is that what I want? Me, personally, knowing myself, I would not have been as well 
in any way if my mental and physical health were jeopardized so intensely in the process, for example. So that very specific path was not for me. Not suggesting it's the only path, by the way, but it's an example just to help you remember that anytime you compare where you are to someone else's path, you likely aren't taking in the whole picture and fairly weighing if that is the exact path you would actually also want for yourself. So it's just a thing to consider. Third, we need to instead have more trust and faith in our own timing and path. Easier said than done. I know. I, I, I know. Um, it takes practice. But we need to build a belief that this timeline is set for a reason and that things are happening for you, not to you. And I know this can, this can be hard and sometimes you can't help but feel a little bit sorry for yourself and a little sad that you're not where you need to be and all that. I get it. And sometimes when you do build that belief, you have a really bad day that knocks you off that belief and knocks you off that energy, that vibration, that level of believing that everything is happening for a reason and it's, it's happening for you. And this is this, there's a, there's a, there's a force guiding your life in a positive manner. But then this, re this really bad time comes along and your faith is weakened a little bit or shaken or it's just extra intense. And listen, it happens to all of us. I, I'm assuming it happens to pretty much everyone. You know, I, I'm not going to actually make bold claims, sweeping claims for everyone, but I know for a fact that that happens to me. Even when I say things like, I'm not even kidding. Like for a while, I've been feeling so trusting and, and very confident in the universe and in God and whatever you want to believe in, in, in my life, in the way that it's being guided, even though things aren't happening my way. I was so okay with everything because I kept saying out loud to people, like my mother, I would tell her things like, Listen, I am guided by God. I am guided by divine energy. I <laughs> I I'm I'm I am loved and I am blessed and this is all happening for me. And she would joke about it and like be very happy that I'm feeling that way, but she'd joke about it because it, it does sound a little bit ridiculous, but I genuinely felt that way. But despite feeling that way, there are times quite recently it, it happens that there's there has just been so much happening and and so much I was I've been feeling so much in a certain time in the month where it got me extra emotional and I just kind of broke a little bit. I, I I lost a little bit of that faith momentarily and I was a little shaken by it. So we all have these moments, and I think as long as we bounce back, that's what matters. And I think a good way of achieving that trust and that faith is to ask yourself, why is this the best thing that happened to me? I got this from Campbell Walker, who is one of my favorite humans. He has a YouTube channel called Struthless, and he uses this question to reframe any negative events that happen to him, even sometimes really extreme ones. But I found it just as useful to ask this, even when there's lack of things happening, like our life not going according to this ideal path we've envisioned. Or you can also frame it in another way I've recently been asking myself, which is how is this timeline to my advantage? So when you ask yourself, why is this the best thing that happened to you? You are forcing your brain to come up with answers to that question. And then that's the thing that our brain does when it finds a problem, when it finds a question, it's looking for an answer to answer it. And by doing that, you're kind of forcing your, your, your mindset to shift in a slightly more positive way and to look at things in a more positive way. And 
Like I said, he uses really extreme examples and they are truly terrible things that have happened to him. And we can also shift our perspective a little bit and think why something is the best thing that happened to us or in the way that I've rephrased it, how is this timeline to my advantage? A really good example for this is a nine to five job that I wanted that I didn't get. And then I start to ask myself, okay, why is this the best thing that happened to me? It is the best thing that happened to me because I am not tied to a nine to five. I can focus my energy on creating my own work, creating my own business. I can take this extra time to do the things that I care more about, to take care of my health, to take care of my wellness. I can get to spend more time with people. I can have the freedom to look for something that I may have wanted even more instead of just settling down for this job because it was convenient or whatever else. And then there's the other question to reframe it and ask, how is this timeline to my advantage? Truly, how is it to your advantage? What have you been given the time to do? Explore, improve, etc. If we take the whole career example and run with it a little bit further, maybe my ideal career path would be for me to own my own business now, not even be at a nine to five, own my own business now. So I would think, okay, maybe not owning a fully operating business yet is a good thing because you had to take the time to work on your health first. Another example would be maybe still being single is an advantage because you can still be selfish and live in all your dream cities before you have to be tied to another person and have to consider their own life. Additionally, ask yourself, how can you make the absolute best come out of this timeline? What kind of projects, skills, knowledge, experiences, personal development opportunities, and so on are there for you to fulfill? before you get to that milestone on your desired path and even to help you get there. Here are a few examples of that. So what kind of skills can you improve before landing your dream job to really shine when you get it? But also what skills could you learn that would help you stand out and succeed as a candidate? So we're asking ourselves, how can we prepare for it? But also what things can help us get there better, faster, whatever. Another way to reframe, for example, not having children yet, you can start to think, okay, how is this to my advantage that I don't have children yet? And what things am I able to improve upon to better prepare me and also make that easier? So you could ask yourself, what do you need to heal before you become a parent so you wouldn't pass on any trauma and raise a better child? But also, how can you take care of your body so that it's healthier and stronger for when you are ready to have a child? What if your social life isn't what you want it to be? You can ask, did you get to truly know yourself and your interests before you can find the right circle of close friends for you? But also, knowing yourself better can be how you find that close circle. Because if you spend more time at the places or doing the activities that align with who you are, that could increase your chances of meeting them. The last example is you're not where you want to be at your fitness journey. Okay. But what can you change in your training to get you there? And are there any knowledge gaps you need to fill about the gym? And that would help you get there. Hopefully you get the idea. I just find that all these little strategies and perspective shifts make dealing with how we might be feeling about our paths a little more productive and hopeful rather than letting it make us feel miserable. And yes, again, it absolutely can be hard, but hopefully these tools help you in honoring your own path and your own timing. 
So today we're ending with both an affirmation as well as some journal prompts. So first I invite you to journal on any, all, or some of these questions I suggested, or even inquire them of your inner self before you meditate. To recap, here they are. If I'm finding it hard to honor my own path and timing, is it because of my own ideals or is it comparison and or social pressure that's getting to me? If I'm not where I want to be on my path, why is this the best thing that happened to me? And or how is this timing to my advantage? And finally, how can I make the most out of this timing? What kind of projects, skills, knowledge, experiences, personal development opportunities, etc., do I want to fulfill before I get to that milestone on my desired path? And or what can I do to help me get there? This episode's affirmation is things happen for me and not to me. I trust in the timing of my life and honor the way that my own path is unfolding. I will do the work and then surrender. Here it is again. You are more than welcome to say it along with me. I'll say it a little bit slower. Things happen for me and not to me. I trust in the timing of my life and honor the way that my own path is unfolding. I will do the work and then surrender. Surrendering to what is after we've done our best is the hard part, but that's a conversation for another time. That's it for this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and review and followed wherever you get your podcast or subscribe to the channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube all under my social handle, Hannah Marari. That's H-A-N-A-M-A-R-3-I. H-A-N-A. M-A-R, the number three, and then an I. But you can also find the YouTube channel by just looking up Happier and Healthier with Hannah. Anyway, I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, sending you lots of love and light.